Welcome back to another episode of The Streamers. My name's Gabe. My name's Eddie. And today we are talking about Sharp Objects, Season 1, Episode Number 2, called Dirt. Dirt. Yep. Uh, last episode we talked about Vanish, and today we're going to be talking about Dirt. We're going to be following up on that episode. Um, interesting stuff going on. Yeah, everybody's fucking drunk. <laughs> Everyone is... a Drunk all the time, high all the time. Off that sweet tea. Sweet tea, baby. They had that little extra. The little kick. That little kick inside of it. Um, but yeah, the 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 episode is uh, it's a little bit more of a um, developed episode. We kind of get into um, a little bit more information. More information made. about the uh, the murder that just happened in Natalie Keene. Um, the episode is actually dominated by um, the funeral and wake of Natalie Keene, and um, there looks like there's not one person in Wingap who could kind of go through go through these events without, you know, having to be drunk. And there's a, a little bit of a alcoholic connection with the, the theme of this show, um, as well as the substance abuse problem. Um, what did you think about the development plot in uh, episode two? All right, so thoughts on this episode. I honestly thought it brought more awareness to how fake people are when you leave uh, the nest, right? As they say. So, Camille's character left the town. She's hated for that, right? She's an outsider now. So now when she's back in, everyone's, oh, hey, Camille, how are you? As she turns her back, what a fucking bitch, right? And then we get introduced to a new character as well, Detective Richard Willis. Yes, so he's brought in to solve the case from the city. Uh, I also thought it was an okay episode, didn't really follow up strongly to the first episode. Um, it showed a lot more of Camille's relationship with the mother and uh, brought the story a little further along. I would like to see more about problem solving than more about bickering between the mom and her at the end of the, and at the end of the day. It's more about the story of the murders, not the mom and her relationship. This is what I thought, right? Uh, I thought it became very stale in the episode. I thought we got too I much. I couldn't disagree more. Okay. In the first episode, I thought it was great because you saw the relationship of them already. But in this episode, I think they did too much. I think that's the premise of this show. <clears throat> I think um, we we get a lot of character dialogue that kind of sets the precedent of what we're going to expect from the show going forward. Um, so we find out that... Um, Natalie Keene's um, body was found in, in the middle of town square. We know that her, um, it looks like she was uh, sexually abused. We know that um, her teeth were pulled out after she was murdered. And we actually see the detective, um, you know, buy a butchered pig head and himself pull out teeth to find mm -hmm. out exactly how hard it was. And guess what? It's, it, takes, it takes some strength to pull out some teeth. So let me ask you this. Why do you think... See, but you're going to problem solving, which I thought they should have done more of. But why do you why did you disagree with the mother and daughter part? I honestly thought it was too much. I wanted to see more of the problem solving I, I with think, I think this the show, detective. I think this show is all about making you feel <clears throat> uncomfortable. Um, we get a sense of that when she argues with her mom. We get a sense of that when she's about to walk into um, the wake. And she kind of has that like needle underneath her fingernail, and she's about to um, prick herself. Prick herself. 
that made me wince. Didn't that? So it, this show is made for you to feel uncomfortable. I think relationship-wise, that's the same aspect as well. We see a lot of awkward moments between her and her stepsister that um, are just just a little bit of cringy. Not in terms of the acting, but in terms of just you feeling uncomfortable for her. Um, and then at the end of the day, I, I, I thought it was brilliantly done. Um, there's even a moment early on when Camille is like cutting up her apple. And um, we see that uh, Adora takes the apple away from her. And it's kind of like foreshadowing a power struggle in their relationship. Um, now, see, I got all of that. And I don't disagree with you on that. But I kept going back to if this show, when they first introduced it, kind of had a true detective feel, right? We're there for a murder. I don't want to keep being force-fed this relationship between them, right? At least give me something extra, right? Is she getting closer to catching this criminal? You're then... being you're being extra right now. The the, okay, the, uh... the the show is made for you to stumble upon those things. It's like I said, it's not gonna be like a true detective where there's a big break in each episode and we get closer and closer to the killer. We see um Camille interview townsmen, we see her taking notes, we see her basically in a sense, in, in her mother's eyes, be a nuisance to her townspeople, and we're supposed to feel... Well, you're supposed to identify, first of all, with, with Amy Adams' character, and she's obviously the heroine in this character in this, in this show. Um, we get to kind of see how people react to somebody who's moved out and came back and has some personal demons, and we're along this journey with her. So I don't think this sh show was made for us to be, you know, plot oriented. It's more character driven, more dialogue, which we discussed in episode one. So I think this episode actually did get it good. It got the ball rolling in terms of just being more interested in terms of the plot. So let me ask you this. If, if this isn't a show... This isn't this, bad this, this Obviously not, but this show is is bringing awareness to these troubles that's going on, right? Um, so if the way you're saying it is the show is going to have more of dialogue between the mom and the power struggle that's going on and all that stuff and putting the murder to the side. What I wanted to just see was a little bit more problem solving. The, the, the detect... The, the, okay, first of all, the detective... Is kind of doing that, right? But the head sheriff, is he not doing shit? Well, there's a reason behind that. Well, so, we don't, we don't so, know the reason, right? Well, the reason, well, and we kind of get a sense that the uh, the chief of the town thinks that this was done by some truck driver, somebody That's all along just, the uh, way. made-up excuse, exactly. because they don't want to so, do shit. So, so this is kind of a, a foreshadowing of what's going around in this town, the secrets that are they're, they're, they're hiding. But as a consumer um, of it, I wanted to see a little bit more. Of, give me something, right? Okay, we got a lead. That's great enough for me. Okay, well, fuck they, it. They, they, we they have, have a couple lead. leads. They had they had a couple of uh, close-ups with um, Natalie King's brother, who they, um, a couple couple I, times I, people said they, she, he's, um, I don't know, there's a lot of aspects in this show that really caught my eye. For example, um, the, Towns people found it weird that Natalie King's older brother was crying at a funeral. They said, "Why is he crying so much?" Yeah, they called him gay. 
which we is had like, a girlfriend as well. Yeah, but, but which is weird, yeah, right? So there's 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 moments in this show that provide that kind of plot oriented thing you're you're looking for, but at the same time this isn't I don't know, this isn't it's like definitely not true detective by any means of the the, the book. I just wanted to see a little bit more of that story as well. Go watch go watch Bad Boys 2 if you want to see. We'll that. definitely watch Bad Boys 2 again. But I saw the progression of that storyline, right? Because there's multiple storylines in this actual main story, right? You have the storyline between Adora and Camille. You have the storyline between Camille and um, this detective that just comes in. Richard. Yes. You also have the storyline of the murders. Now, the progression of Adora and Camille definitely is way more forward than everything else, which I guess, from what you're saying, the show is based off of that, right? Exactly. Um, that's we also great. See, we also see a developing relationship between Camille and Emma. The, the, the daughter, Emma, exactly. right? Okay. So, but what I want to see was just a little bit more of these murders, a little bit more progression, right? Give me a little bit more of that so I'm more enticed to be like, okay, well, she's, shit. she's trying to figure it out. She's, she's going, definitely she's trying to figure it out. She's going to the wake. She's going to the funeral. She's, she's, she's trying interacting to interview people, with right? People who want to hang out with her and they're giving her inside tips on exactly who they think. And, and people are like taking shit. bets. Yeah. People are taking bets as to who did it. Nobody's saying shit. And, uh, For me, uh, I might have taken it the wrong way this whole episode, but in just my thought, I, I thought it was going to be a show about not only the 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 darkness of the world that of alcoholism and suicide and all that stuff, but also the solving of these two girls that die from this small eerie ass fucking town in the middle of goddamn nowhere. Uh, I think. I think you're you're looking too much into the plot and not too much into the dialogue and the messages and the, the music plays a big part of this show. There, I oh, mean, the, yeah. the the music that are, is playing when um, Amy Adams' character is driving around town. Now, um, have you noticed it's the same song every single time? It's not the same song every single time. I've no in that episode it was almost the same. I think it was the same song every single time. Every time she's episode two, okay, but it does change. Episode, and we get we get two. we get more clarification on that on episode three. Yeah, um, which is pretty interesting because you kind of ask yourself why this song every single time, and she's belligerently drunk every time she gets in the car. She's the goat. Amy Adams is the fucking best. She's like unbelievable. So okay, give me some theories. Um, who do you think killed the kid? Because uh. Honestly, they, they if, I'm being, if I'm being totally honest, I think um, Adora has something to do with it. I think the mom has to do. But this is just—I mean, this—I'm I'm only great. two episodes. Um, I'm only two episodes in. Um, I'm, I'm kind of. I mean, I've watched every single episode. I'm only—I'm only thinking of episode two and, and and remembering back what I was thinking. I think Adora has something to do with it, um, and I think this is a uh, a town held secret. We find out that um, both murder victims in this case were friends. Uh, there's a lot of insight in terms of at, at the wake we see um, the family of um, the per, uh, the young girl who got murdered, uh, Natalie Keene. We see like the mom lie and say that she was a girly girl. We see her lie and say she liked pink when in fact we when uh, Amy Adams' character goes inside her bedroom to investigate her bedroom. 
we see the the young girl had like a spider tank, and mm-hmm. she wasn't she wasn't just a normal girl. She was like a a, a Tom's boy. She liked playing in the dirt. She kept a pet spider, uh, a baby spider. Um, she was very close with her brother. She didn't wear dresses. She went and played out with the woods with. We learn with the other um, guy, the, the other boys. Exactly. Right? So we kind of see two sides of. Um, uh, we see a side of what the towns, pe- the people in the town, what they want to show us, and then we also see the truth, which is, you know, well, you can't a, believe everything you you, a, yeah. you you hear in Wind Gap. And what you're also told, right? Exactly. It's almost like a reoccurring theme in the whole thing. What about you? Who do you think? Or do you? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure who the serial killer is. It's a stupid is. question to see. Who do you think it is? But like, well, it's just what, uh, you have they're any... giving you a. It's just it's just yeah. conspiracy theories at this point, right? Who do we think it is? They've given us a couple options. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. Um, Camille's character has an idea. That's this is what I think. I think Camille's character has an idea of where it could have happened, right? Because she keeps having these flashbacks of that barn with the something like this. I think happened to her when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um. Because she keeps having flashbacks of that shed with the naked photos. And I'm thinking that that might be the killer's lair or where the killer does all of his duties. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure if she discovered him in that flashback. Do you remember that flashback? Where she was actually running in the woods and she ran into that thing. And I think that was more... That was a cutscene. I think that was a more cutscene foreshadowing. There's a lot of... I mean, this this show has a lot of um, flashbacks that jump back to current scenes. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of scenes that aren't necessarily true. Um, and we'll kind of dive into that in future episodes. But um, I don't know what to think. This this show is just... It's just, just it's, it's, it's a crazy... Um, it's a crazy show so far, like... I really can't really uh, grasp where they're trying to go with this. Is Amy Adams going to finally stick up? Like, her character going to finally stick up to her mom? Is she going to finally grow the balls to uh, dethrone her, I guess you could say? And you see a lot of the power, right? She can't even step foot inside of her mom's room. Because of flashbacks, yeah. Flashbacks. And she keeps seeing more flashbacks. And... This this episode really brought more awareness uh, to the topics of alcoholism and uh, abuse, mental abuse. Uh, I don't think she really got sexually abused. Am I right? Um, in those flashbacks or anything like that. Well, in episode two, we don't get a confirmation. But, yeah. So, uh, but we see she she has some self harm issues, mm-hmm. and that's a cause of something that's happened to her. Either yeah. that's uh, uh, sexual abuse or mental abuse from her mother or the fact that her younger sister passed away. We we know this is a, a, a forefront into exactly what happened. Um, but episode two gave us a, a, um, a ins- like like you said, like, does this episode interest you to keep watching this show? Yes, because you're kind of... You're not really emotionally invested. Dude, yeah, this thing is very emotionally investing. But I'd say so because you're kind of seeing... You're kind of rooting for Camille, right? You're rooting for her to finally step up to her mom and not dethrone her, but put her in her place finally, right? And at the end of the episode, you kind of see that, right? Uh, Camille's anger comes out 
and she kind of lashes out at her mom and then immediately once her mom goes into this shell of like oh my god how could you you know Camille immediately retracts which is kind of one step forward yeah. two steps back yeah Dora admits at the end of the episode that um you know as we watch um her other daughter Emma cry and scream in emotional pain that she wants things to be nice between her and Camille but she just doesn't know how yeah and we don't know what her relationship what what kind of what stemmed after the death of her daughter what exactly happened what caused um amy adams character to kind of um break off and do her own thing because around town camille camille preaker is known as the cool girl she was she was like the coolest girl at school she was the queen yeah she was the queen and we don't know exactly what caused her to to turn that way because she was known as the tomboy she had short hair she rollers mm -hmm. she rollerbladed she played in the dirt um, she was the most attractive girl in her high exactly. school. Exactly. So, stuff. so we see, we we'll see it in future episodes exactly what happened. But I, I, I the, just the dialogue in this episode, um, was really, really good. It and, was strong, um, definitely yeah. strong. Um, one thing I wanted to notice uh, was the dad. What's with the music? Uh, this this whole show I has mean, a music, lot of music. Music, music is a uh, a central point in this show. Um, the dad's name. Uh, is uh, um, Alan Krellin, um, played by Henry Serenzi. Um But what is his his? We don't part? know. Well, we don't know. Um, we just know. Really we part. just know he is second fiddle to his wife, who's kind of like the uh, the captain of the ship. Um, we see he has some, you know, um, emotional struggle struggles as well because um, he's very music oriented oriented and um he's all about the music yeah, yeah there's there's something there's something cooking around with the father that we don't know about also he he doesn't sleep with his wife he doesn't know <laughs> like not even in the same room he has his own separate room and it kind of goes now i don't know if this is foreshadowing like this the, the power that it, someone like if the power and abuse you can put on people around you and how these people are reacting to it. And I think this this show shows a lot of how one person might not see what they are doing, mm -hmm. but it brings to light how other people react to that one person's sure. uh, aggression, sure. right? More, more so, I think, this the, the relationship we see between um, um, Adora and her husband, Alan, um, we see... A relationship affected by a traumatic event in the death of their daughter, right? Yeah. Um, so we see, we see, um, we see relationships that on the surface look fine, but underneath it all, there's still underlying issues. Massive and it's interesting issues. how they react to, you know, everyday life and even dialogue. And now that there's murders happening in town, there's there's a serious uh, kind of underlying message in between the dialogue between mm -hmm. these two, and we see it with not just them, but we see it with every character in the show, every character that uh, comes across Amy Adams, every character that she sees at the bar. There's always something that's um, being portrayed. Yeah. So it's very it's I mean the show in terms of the dialogue is by itself that I would recommend this show just on the dialogue alone, um, but you know, tie in the fact that there's a murder on the loose and 
you got to find out who's doing it. And if there's going to be more killings, it's just, it's just, a, I, I, I would have to give this, I have to give this, this is my favorite show in the last year that's come out. That's, that's, yeah. that's good. I, I like this. I mean, that's, that's a high, yeah. like, uh, praise. Yeah. Um, what do you want to see in the next episode? Um, I want to see more of, um, I, well, I know what's going to happen in the next episode, but, um, because I watched already, um, but, um, watching this episode, I wanted to see more of character development and see exactly what happened along those lines that caused these people to be how they are currently. So we'll, we'll, we'll dive into that. And we actually get to see that in the third episode called Fix. Um, and we, um, kind of go into how, um, Camille ended up fostering this, um, poisonous relationship with the mother mm-hmm. and with frankly everyone around her so yeah. we'll, we'll dive into that but um I think we wrap every, this up yeah, yeah just yeah. go watch the show just go this watch the show it's a really good show it's episode 2 guys so we're gonna wrap it up I think we covered almost everything on this. it's hot as hell it's also hot as hell in our little studio here so we're gonna wrap this guy up uh episode 3 did you say studio? It's a little studio for us. It's the, we're, in a, we're, we're, we're in a little studio for us. Um, but we're going to wrap this thing up. We're going to do episode three and four studio. next week. It is. <laughs> we're going to do episode three and four next week. Um, let us know if you guys are enjoying the content. 